today I'm speaking with Rocio Echeverry. Rocio, how did I do? You did great. Okay, that good. Yeah, not speaking Spanish. I'm never quite sure if I get it. Well, welcome, Rocio. Great to have you here. Thank you, Amy. Rocio is a project manager and the executive director of an NGO for the National Park System in Costa Rica. And something I learned from speaking with Rocio earlier is that Costa Rica has dedicated 25% of its land to uh, pr be protected. And so this is protected by the National Park System and something that Costa Ricans are very proud of. Is that right, Rocio? Definitely, we definitely are. Yeah, understandable, wow, well done. Yes. And you and I met last February when you came to Switzerland for a leadership course, and that was at the International Equestri Equestrian Federation. And that was like a three or four day course, I believe, that you took. Exactly. In yes. Lausanne. In Lausanne, Switzerland. Yes. Capital of all the, the international Olympic organizations. So, Rocio, I know that shortly after you took the course, you dropped me an email and said, Amy, you are not going to believe what happened after the last day. And you had this pretty amazing partner in action story. I'd love for you to recall the story to the listeners. And I'll, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll, I don't remember all the details. So I want to pop in and I might make some comments and, and ask for some more uh, specifics as you're telling the story. Thank you, Amy. Thank you for the opportunity. And it's great to see you again. So thank you. I love yes. to, to have this coaching. Same so, here. And to let the listeners know, we're cheating a little bit because we're on Zoom. And it's definitely giving me extra energy, Rocio, because you have this amazing smile. You have this amazing artwork and my favorite color green behind you. So yes. it's all very good. Okay, so go ahead. Tell us the story. Okay, so we finished the course in Switzerland and um, coming from Costa Rica and Switzerland, it had been very cold and rainy and everything. And this last day, it was absolutely beautiful. So three of us that uh, took the course together and we're not leaving until the next day. And I might mention that we were from Botswana, from New Zealand and from Costa Rica. We decided <laughs> international to group. Very, very international group. We decided to go walk around the lake uh, in Lausanne. So we were walking and probably it was the first uh, hot or springy day and everyone was out. Uh, there were kids on bikes, on scooters, on skateboards, everything. So uh -huh. it was really nice to see the action. So we walked around the lake and it was uh, getting time to, to, for dinner. So we decided to look for a place to have dinner. And it was almost six o'clock in the afternoon. So we saw this uh, crepe uh, place and it said that they would close at six. So we oh. had 10 minutes. Okay, so okay, it's so right before 6 p.m. Okay, and exactly. the Swiss, when, they, when we have our closing times, they take it very seriously. Exactly, but we, well, me especially Latin, I was like, if we get there before our six, they'll serve us, so fine. We walked into the place and the server says, okay, you can come in, but uh, <laughs> we are only uh, sweet crepes. And I was like, okay, do you mean that you're only serving sweet crepes? And he was like, only sweet. And this is your table and here are the menus. And he pointed to the side where the sweet crepes were. So I was like, okay, 
I'm not a very sweet tooth person, so I wanted a salty crepe. You already have such a sweet personality that you don't need any more sugar, I bet. <laughs> but I definitely did not want sweet. So I was like, okay, but which is the least sweet of all the sweet crepes that are on this side? So another waiter comes up and I was like, this is my opportunity. I'm going to try again. To see if you can get a savory crepe? Yes, well, I okay. call them salty. Salty, no, yes, I, you said salty, yes. So, hey, uh, hi, how exciting. We're here in Switzerland and crepes and everything. And he saw me looking at the, at the salty side and he was like, no, only sweet. And I was like, okay. And I dared ask, why only sweet? Uh-oh. And he exploded. Really? And he was like... You stupid customers don't have to ask why. I'm just telling you that we're serving sweet and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. And I just stood there like in shock. Did he and really say stupid customers? Yes. Yes. No. And I was like, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. He's having a rough day. Um, so okay, so let's pause for a second. And we acknowledge a couple of things that you were doing already. One, you were daring to push the envelope. And ask yes. for precisely what you want, which is a philosophy of mine. You were, you also, the moment he exploded at you, it sounds like you were working hard to not take it personally and instead made up a story that he may be having a bad day that had nothing to do with you. Yes. Wow. Exactly. Okay, great. And after he left, Ron, Sharon, and I like came up with a better story. We were like, he's the owner. He's exhausted. Uh, he had told us that he had been working for 12 hours straight preparing the ingredients. So we came up with the idea that he probably ran out of the salty ingredients and only had the sweets because the sweets can be kept for longer. So we were like, okay, no, that's why he doesn't have chicken or anything else. So we were convinced as to why. What a great ex excuse. I love it. And they were, they were much better at the active listening than I was because I was like proudly turning red, getting mm. mad. My ocular proudly showed and I was I need to leave this place. Why am I going to leave my money in a place that they don't want to serve us? Well, Rocio, yes. thanks for letting me interrupt because what I think, I'm wondering, tell me if this is true. I'm, I feel like you had two backup partners in crime. I'm kind of guessing that the, Anger, tell me if this is accurate, the anger from the waiter was, sounds like it may have been directed mostly at you, and plus you were maybe feeling most guilty because you were the one asking the question or pushing the envelope. And then they were there, your, you know, your wingmen and women, they were supporting you by stepping in and doing the active listening part, whereas your brain may have been shutting down a little bit. Exactly. Okay. And let me realize this. Because they were like, when they started with the active listening, and yes, we understand you've had a rough day, that helped calm me too. Interesting. <laughs> and when they say you had a rough day, not only are they doing active listening, they're also throwing in a bit of empathy for the guy. Yes. Nice. Exactly. Okay. Yes. So the guy leaves, okay? And Sharon and I discuss everything that happened. And we were like, we came up with the story that I told you of how he had run out. And, um, well, we were like, okay. Ron gave me a challenge. And he said that if I was able to convince this waiter to serve me the salty crap, that dinner would be on him. 
Excellent. And I love challenges. <laughs> and what I love about that is there is a playfulness to it. You know, you didn't take it too seriously. Great. Okay. It was shocking, Amy, because I never knew what triggered the guy in such a negative way. You know, he was probably tired. It's the end of the day, everything. Yes. And the simple question just made him explode. Yeah. So it made me also very conscious as to how careful you have to be and mm. not, to, not to maybe take it personally at that time, try to understand yeah. what, what caused it. And we were just coming uh, out of your program. So we had spent four days learning. And I was like, okay, this is also an opportunity. I have the tools. Now let's put them in practice. And see Congratulations. Yes. To me, that's a very uh, um, encouraging sign of the willingness, even though you didn't feel a, maybe a full mastery of the skills, you were still willing to test them out in a situation where you'd sort of gotten your hand bitten and and nonetheless, you were, you were still saying, okay, I'm going to see if there's any magical thing can happen. I, I believed in your program, especially for me, the public speaking was very important. And then these tools, uh, it was the perfect opportunity to convince myself even further of how good they could be. Excellent. And so it was, it was a perfect situation. So the uh, guy like leaves, Ron gives me this extra challenge and we made up the story of why he had reacted that way you know and when he comes back with our drinks he says like okay so what do you want to order and I was like are you really asking me what I want to eat <laughs> I contact the hands to my heart everything and he threw everything in the air and he was like, a salty grip. And I was like, no. yes, that's what I really, really want. And he said, okay, the only one I can do is this one. And I was like, that's exactly the one I want. You know, <laughs> I, I just wasn't gonna like ask for anything more, even though it right. wasn't exactly the one I had won. Right. And that's it. And I, I ate it and had a blast. Okay, so let me break this down because what I'm hearing is, you, you were very edgy because he comes to the table to ask for what you want and you played with that instantly, like you said, with the smile and the energy and the hand over the heart and the playfulness of, uh, you know, man, pretending to misinterpret what he's asking. And you, so this, there's a level of, uh, de of like I said a moment ago, there's, daring brave willingness to stay in that playful energy to see if there's a chance a hope of someone shifting and there he was so you kept offering him these invitations you didn't give up easily and as a result voila he finally chose to you were holding a stronger frame and he chose to step into your frame of willingness and playfulness and generosity Exactly. And then, and I the other, got it. yes, the other thing I'm hearing though is even though that wasn't exactly the one you wanted, there was also a flexibility on your side like, hey, 
good enough. <laughs> exactly. I couldn't push for any more. You know, it was, it was good enough and it was perfect. And I didn't have to eat sweet that I don't <laughs> enjoy that much. And I ate a crepe in Switzerland that I really wanted. So yeah. it was, it was a perfect situation. Fantastic. Great company and we had a great story to come back and tell you about. So it was, it was really nice. Brilliant. And Ron and Sharon, did they have anything else to add to the whole experience? Well, as I said, they helped me a lot with the active listening. Right. Because while I tried to calm down after the first reaction that was totally unexpected, since they got into, into I don't want to say character, but into... And into catch. this... <laughs> I catched Into this uh, new techniques and tools I was like okay this is the new me I can do this I can I can work with this situation and not react or or shy down or you know I I can also step up and and try to get what I want wow that's brilliant and so there's a sense of boldness and willingness to test it out and and what I'm also hearing is a new level of confidence as well I think so, yes. Oh, Rocio, congratulations. Before I let you go, I have one more question. What is one tip you have for listeners for stepping into partner? What has best worked for me is the active listening and repeating. Ah. Making sure that they know that I understand what they're saying. And uh-huh. if I'm not understanding what they're saying, I can be corrected and understand what they're trying to communicate. Yeah. So for me, that has been the, the best tool. Brilliant. Sometimes, sometimes we just listen, but don't understand and don't understand. And, and uh, the person may be trying to say something different than what right. I'm comprehending, even if they're not using the correct words. Right. So when you repeat back, what they're saying, if, if we're not catching that precise idea correctly, it's, it's a great tool. Plus, the thing I've learned over the years is just by me summarizing what they've said, not only is there the important element of clarifying if I really heard them correctly, what they intended to say, I believe there's built-in sign of respect that I'm, I'm, I'm interested in you. I want to know what, really what you're saying. That's and, true. And then this other thing I mentioned earlier about when you said Ron and Sharon were saying, oh, you know, we understand that that's a form of empathy. In reality, just repeating back people's words can feel like a form of empathy for the person who was speaking. Yes, Amy. And you know what else? I also, I don't have children of my own. Mm -hmm. I have nieces and nephews that I love dearly. And when I repeat back to them, I think that my relationship with them has also gotten stronger because I, I go to their level and they, it, I don't know how to explain it. And we're, we're much more connected now than we have ever been. So it's been wonderful. I, as you said, said that I'm feeling it still, I'm getting goosebumps. Yes. And the, and I think what that's triggering in me is I can imagine being a little child and this loving, caring adult repeating back what I'm saying. It's such, it goes right back to the, you're saying to that little kid, you matter, you count. I care about what you're saying. So you have value in this world. 
And you're, exactly. and, and the irony of you using simply active listening and seeing that the bond in that relationship has gotten stronger. That's amazing. It is. It is. So I think of you often for many reasons. And wow. thank you for, for teaching us, for taking the time to do this. Uh, there's still many things that I need to improve, but I follow you on your podcast, on the newsletters, everything on the lives now. And thank you for, the, for this opportunity. Wonderful, Rocio. And I haven't announced this officially to anyone. Okay. I just, just between you and me okay. <laughs> and the listeners, <laughs> um, I am going to be launching a radio show in a few months. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. And there'll be, I, I have to check the time in Costa Rica. It will be 10 a.m. East Coast time. So what I time is that? Same exact time? No, it changes. One it, hour? It, Sometimes one hour, sometimes two hours. Okay. So right now I'm two hours behind the East Coast, but you know, and always <laughs> reasonably, you know, it's not eight hours like with you good. right now. Yeah. Okay, good. So that will be, sometimes it'll be uh, not 8 a.m. your time. Sometimes it'll be 10 a.m. your time. And that is going to be on Friday afternoons or well, Friday afternoon for me in, in Europe. So I'll be sure to let you know about that. And if you ever decide you want to come on that show, it'd be very fun to have you as a guest. Thank you very much, Amy. Thank you. It really has been great to meet you and to follow you and everything. And I, I trust that we will keep in touch. Same here, Rocio. So Rocio, again, thank you for the, your time. And for the listeners, thanks for tuning in, everyone. And until next time, happy partnering.